Hi guys, welcome back to the Tone Deaf Hippies Music Podcast. I'm Sulema Wagner. And I'm Vince Montenegro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here we go. Um, so yeah, we uh, unfortunately had to take a short hiatus because of coronavirus. I hope everyone out there is being safe and not going crazy. <laughs> yeah, wear your mask. Wash those hands and uh, try not to drive your friends and family that you are quarantined with crazy. But um, yeah, so we're finally getting back to our podcast. This is our second episode and it's going to be on the Mamas and the Papas versus Fleetwood Mac. Um, So yeah, let's dive in. <laughs> and I know nothing about these two bands, so it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be very interesting. interesting. <laughs> I'm learning um, from. Uh, from <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. It just comes out naturally. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, we're gonna discuss the the mamas and the papas first. So, um, I'm sure a lot of people know the mamas and the papas with California Dreaming. That is like. They're really famous uh, song, you know, what they're well known for. um, TV commercials. (laughs) Yeah, they use it in a lot of things, actually. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. It really is. I I really like it. And there's a lot of renditions of it, too, out there and stuff. There's one uh, by Jose Feliciano. Have you heard that one? The rendition? Oh, it's beautiful. It really is. Um, But yeah, the, the moms and the papas. Yeah, they're known for that song, but they're actually, they have a lot of really good songs. Yeah, yeah a lot of really good songs. I remember that... in high school, I bought a uh, Mamas and the Papas uh, CD at Costco. You I did. remember. And that's when I, like, because I, I became more curious about them. Because As you got older. Oh, Mr. Anderson in high school, mm. he played Monday Monday by them. Oh, really? And I was like, oh my god, like, I like that song. Yeah, like, it's a really nice song. I like song. it, and I like that song. I like that song a lot, too, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only other Actually, one. um... And then they cover a lot of other songs, like, um, like, in the 60s, they covered other songs. Oh, well, from... Like, the, they have you, their, like, you know, their, their version of that song. Or whatever. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, so, okay, the Mamas and the Papas started in, uh, 1965. And although they were only together from 1965 to 1968, they had a lot of number one hits. And uh, they were actually a really big part of the counterculture. And um, um, here in... one of like, the mainstream yeah, bands for that hippie it was, stuff. Yeah, well, it was around, you know, Summer of Love era, and a lot of things were going on, and uh, civil movements, and... Uh, they all kind of lived in Laurel Canyon. Remember, we were talking about that actually oh, yeah. in oh, uh, the other episode, the our first episode, <laughs> the one of the many, our our <laughs> first episode where we were talking about the the Beach Boys. Remember, I told you oh, um, right. they were next door neighbors actually. Yeah. So Brian Wilson was next door neighbors of uh, John and Michelle Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas. So. Um, I think too in some of the songs they have here's the favorite word of, of Vince he's gonna make fun what? of me but they had that cross pollination <laughs> oh my god I'm still gonna yes. use that word. yes oh I'm god. still gonna use it um 
and you could kind of hear it, you know, and their music influences. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay. So uh, the Mommies and the Papas were, uh, there was John Phillips, Michelle Phillips, uh, Denny Doherty, and uh, Cass Elliott. And they actually came up with their name, the Mamas and the Papas, oh, yeah. because well, it's, it's a reference to, um, to motorcycle gang. No, 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 <laughs> no, because uh, motorcycle gangs, uh-huh. you know, like when it's a, an MC club. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watch Son of Anarchy, oh, but I, I did. I was obsessed and with that, that show. Makes you an actor <laughs> yes. So now I know really? a lot about it. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Gosh. But no, I do know that they call their and that is they they've mentioned it that that's why they got their name oh. like that. Uh, they call their their wives or girlfriends mama. You know, like oh. the mamas and then. Oh. I, I, so they came well, up they the mamas. Nothing like I know. That's, that's, like that's what's opposite. so funny. They like, got they their like name. Fucking hippies. Yes, like, they're hippies. They're folksy. And then they get a. <laughs> and uh, they say, you know, and they, they name themselves after a motorcycle game. It's like, yeah. But maybe they did it on purpose because maybe. of that. You know, maybe. who knows? But yeah, they were a folksy kind of. Folksy, bluesy <laughs> band. Kind of folksy. <laughs> folksy kind of bluesy band. Never heard that genre. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, <laughs> a folk, uh, folk band, uh, blues, maybe you know, um, I guess you would consider it that. But uh, the first two songs that they started off with was in uh, 1965 when they did Monday Monday. Well, that's and like yeah, I'm, Monday, Monday, like and uh, and then California Dreaming, and they um, they that's what they actually got their uh, record deal with with oh. those two songs, and um, I think it was they were uh, from New York, and oh yeah, I know. Yeah, so they were in New York. They They were trying to make it out there. Yeah, they're not even from here, from California. They were trying to make it out there and everything. And, you know, it's very gloomy out there. Kind of, you know, out here, even if it's winter, it doesn't seem like it's winter out here. So that's how they came up with the California Dreaming song. Because, you know, it's cold. Perfect weather. Yes. Uh, I prefer gloomy. Well, that's what we're known for, our perfect weather. Um, but yeah, they weren't together that long, actually, and that's what's really amazing that they they were only together for a few years, and they had a lot of number one hits, and had a big influence on other bands that are still together to this day. Um, you know, they they were into a lot of heavy drugs. <laughs> Uh, like everyone kind of was like, in the, the in the sixties, yeah, that was kind anyway. of the thing. You know, they were trying to open up and, uh, you know, kind of make their their band or their sound or their stories what like really deep. Yeah, like they're such heavy. <laughs> made you think and deep and emotional things like that. So yeah, they were doing a lot of LSD and weed, obviously. But then on top of that, they were also doing heroin. They were doing oh, speed <laughs> and downers. Yeah, oh, so they I were mixing it. Like the, the, the oh yeah, yeah. No, thing. they were mixing it up there. Um, uh, they also <laughs> Mama Cass. So that's the only thing I know. Didn't she die? Well, <laughs> hold on, let's get on to that. Okay, so so Michelle <laughs> Phillips was oh. married to John Phillips. 
and, and he's the, the one yes yeah. and he's the one that started the group oh. so they were married and then Denny Doherty was his best friend John's and Cass Elliot was friends with Denny and Cass oh. was in love with Denny so it was like two here and two here but Denny didn't reciprocate like he didn't like Cass Elliot back the thing is though that they kind of broke up and started having problems because even though Michelle Phillips was married to John Phillips, she was having an affair with Denny Doherty. Oh, what? Yeah. And so they were all fucking yeah, so, so, hooking up with so each other. So they were all mad because obviously I did not know that. John was getting cheated on by his with his best you know, his uh, best friend. And then Cass, Mama Cass felt, you know, betrayed by her friend. Mm. who was having an having affair, affair with, with the guy, guy she liked. right? She broke girl code. Exactly. Or whatever you girls So that's kind of when they were kind of doing their own little thing and stuff. Oh, and shit, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, Mama Cass started really, um, you know, growing as a solo artist. Yeah, I was going to say. I, yeah, she really she was. She became a solo artist. She right? did. Like, and like, she had a beautiful voice. She yeah, really she did. did. She's, with her voice. Though, have I you heard that song? The uh yeah, and her uh, the song um, "Dream a Little, Dream of Me." Uh, I've never. Really I'm not gonna sing it because I'm not gonna sing it on here in front of everyone. I've never but paid attention to her solo stuff. Okay, so well, but that one I'm but sure. I'm I've, no, I'm sure I you've heard it, it and you just probably oh, don't know that that's the name of it. You've heard it in like I'm sure like old timey movies or something like that. Watch or a commercial. Yeah, or a commercial. <laughs> it's a really beautiful song. Very calm and just her voice. I don't know. I think she had a really yeah, beautiful she a, voice. Yeah. She really did. And uh, she choked on a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's address that now. Okay, to that. Yes, a lot of people think you know that why she, I know. That, how? <laughs> how do you know? Because a lot of people think that actually. How? How do you know? Well, if a lot of people think about that, it's probably because no, of the same No, I'm going to tell watch. you right now. Hold on. But how do you know? How did you find out? Because of Austin Powers. <laughs> Is it referenced on Austin Powers? Yeah, it is. No, I didn't even remember. Yeah, when, it is. Like he, he's, he's writing a list of like all the people. When I guess when he finally like I guess I don't know what's going on, uh-huh. but he's writing a list of all the people he knows from the time he froze. Oh yeah, from the 60s. Uh, in the sea if they're still alive, and then he oh, wrote. Oh, that's right. Mama Cass, and he wrote deceased. And I think he also says like choked on a sandwich or uh, yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, you're right. I remember. So I was like, like, oh, that's about Jimi Hendrix. Died? You know, yeah, he went and like down, all his right? friends that he knew, like all the party people, are yeah, dead like Jimi Hendrix, and, and it was, um, I don't remember, uh, I just remember Mama Cass okay. is like the main, like one of the ones that I started laughing at because I was like, no way. Well, actually, no, like, a lot of people true? think that, and here's why I looked into it because I was like, why do people really think that? Okay, first, yes, she was a heavy set woman, okay, I get that. But I was like, that's still really rude to just think, oh, she choked on a, a ham sandwich because she's overweight. So I was like, no, there's got to be more to it. And yes, you're right. When they found her, she had been missing for a couple of days or something. When they finally got into her hotel room or something to check on her, she was dead, obviously. And they found her on the floor. And on her nightstand, there was a ham sandwich. But here's the thing that they failed to mention. The ham sandwich didn't even have a bite in it. It was like oh. she was about to eat it. Also, she died yes. from what, like a heart attack. She or something? died from a heart attack because oh. she's heavy set. Oh, yeah. yeah, so she died from a heart so they attack. Just jumped to yes, oh, exactly. <laughs> jumped to... That's why I think it's so funny. so funny. So they saw, you know, a heavy set woman 
a sandwich on the nightstand. Oh, yep, she choked on a ham sandwich. <laughs> like, no, that. she didn't. She That's was about to eat the ham sandwich. And maybe she would have had a heart attack and then choked on the sandwich while she's having you know, a heart I attack. You actually choked. I was choking at Denny's one night. And what happened? They had well, to give you a hand lick? No, I, I don't know. Somehow I ended up, like, finally, like, I stuck in my fingers in my throat and, like, tried to move it out of you my... You gave yourself the Heimlich like, by yourself, yeah, pretty much? Yeah, like, I was choking. Wow. And I actually thought, like, that's what I was thinking, was, like, I can't believe I'm dying this way. Like You weren't thinking that, that was, as it was happening? Yeah, because oh I gosh. actually felt like I couldn't... I was like, yeah, oh, no, like no. I'm going to fucking choke. And then, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, it was on a piece of steak, too. But. Were you still at Denny's? Or? No, I oh, went uh-huh. outside because it was at, like, 2, 3 in the morning. So it was, like, uh, the, yeah. what's it called? The waiter was, like, you know, out there in the back Chilly. or whatever. I don't <laughs> know. Smoke and break. I was, like, in the thing. I wasn't making a big deal about it. I was just, like. <gasps> you weren't making like, a big deal? Oh, I kept me, thinking, I don't want to puke here, like, inside. You like, were I'll more go outside. concerned about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! You're such a polite dyer, <laughs> like choker. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, yeah. You're so <laughs> polite. Like, oh, no, but yeah, no. And so I, yeah, I puked it out. I was like, oh my god. Well. So that's why I'm like, oh yeah, people could choke. See? Yeah, you could choke, and they would have been like, he I mean, choked yeah. on a steak at Denny's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. And that's what I was thinking but about you the actually whole time. Would have. I, was like, I cannot believe I'm dying this way. I cannot believe this is the way I'm gonna die. Like, I want that's my actually money what back. I was thinking this about is the a whole time. death. Yeah, I'm like. Well, poor I would have stayed in haunted Denny's. I know, right? <laughs> like I'm not. I cannot believe I died this way. Well, I'm she probably she probably thinks the at, same like, way. Three in the morning, or yeah. the hunt, like the people that go to Denny's after drinking, which is what I was doing. I know. See, there you go. You would have brought him back for all the drunk for people drinking. at Denny's. Like, don't come here. But yeah, so so Mama Cass died on July twenty eighth, nineteen seventy four. It was from a heart attack. Not from Not choking <laughs> on a ham sandwich. It was so next fun. to her bed and the, you know, in the, I don't know if they, they put it in the oh, autopsy the report or what. Heart attack. What movie? Oh, now I actually want to watch that reference. Now you have to watch it to go back. No, I think you're right. I think it did say, but it was a funny movie. You know, they probably did it on purpose, too. And a lot of people do think that. A lot of people. Because they probably watched, like, Because they ran it like that. What's going to be more interesting, probably, back in the 60s, to report Mama Cass died from a heart attack or Mama Cass died from a ham sandwich, choking on a ham sandwich. You know, they probably did it. it. Yeah, they probably did it for that reason, too. So, who knows? Um, but let's see. What else can we say about Besides the mamas and the papas before we uh, we move on? Uh, well, like, who else did they influence if they were so great? Well, everyone that lived in Laurel Canyon, like I told oh. you, they oh. all did cross pollination. <laughs> they all kind of actually. There was a documentary that I was watching on the mamas and the papas. Didn't um, they have an episode of them on VH1 behind the music? Uh, I've never seen that I one. Think so. That one I haven't. I, but I, I was I watching one on Amazon Prime like two days ago or something about Laurel Canyon, pretty oh. much not just them. And they interviewed uh, Michelle Michelle Phillips, and she was the one that said that. Uh, that every time they would like go to each other's house like oh come over to my house for dinner oh we're all meeting at the wilson's house this you know today yeah. blah, blah blah they'd all kind of 
meet at different people's houses and host dinner or whatever jam sessions and they would just show up already with their instruments Mm -hmm. like instead of bringing potluck or food or something they all came with their instruments so sometimes they would just play different songs or they would write songs together or something you know um and just collaborate together i don't even know you know (laughs) or just just for fun i mean but that sounds really fun wouldn't it be fun like if we were musicians and then your next door neighbors are your friends and musicians (laughs) there you go see we need more of that no i think it's those people that are like musically inclined that tend to well i mean that's their whole job and their yeah that's their whole life so it is a little bit different than you know our lives that we went and think like oh really you're just gonna show up with a guitar (laughs) i don't even know what i'm playing (laughs) yeah like what you're just showing up with your tambourine over here john (laughs) like what um oh but they were they they got so i think what makes them also weird is like they were having hit after hit after hit and it was just such a short time yeah, that they were together. Yeah. Oh, they were yeah, only, they remember, like oh. I told you, they're only together so from 65 to 68. They Yeah, because of the drama. They broke oh. up because, well, Cass wanted to go on to her solo career too. Oh, so she already had that. She oh, was kind of like, yeah, like, you know, uh, she's like, I want I'm more than this. this. Yeah. And then I think they had just gotten the divorce, John and Michelle Phillips. Oh. And then, oh, oh, okay. I mean, you so can't really those, get back from that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Uh, but they happens, had so what many happens when you marry in the band in the and band. stuff, yeah. But they were, when they were having all those hits, they were making a lot of money. They were the richest band at that time in the 60s. Really? Yeah. It says that they were actually the first band to travel by Learjet. And that was pretty expensive back then, you know, oh. to have... Now everyone has a private jet, you know, when you're rich or whatever. But back then, in the 60s, like, ooh, you're going by jet? You know, it was like a big deal. They weren't flying commercial airline or whatever. It was privately. So they were making... Oh, and then, do you know the Monterey Park, Monterey Pop Festival music? No. Okay, so you know Woodstock. I'm sure yeah. you know Woodstock. Everybody knows Woodstock. So Woodstock Festival was kind of like the East Coast type of thing because it's over there in upstate New York. Well, Monterey Pop Festival was the West Coast. Oh. It was over here in Monterey, California. So it was the same thing too. And it had, I was looking up like who played that day and stuff. And um, they had a lot of, of um, a lot of really famous bands from that time. You know, it was the Mamas and the Papas. It was, um, uh, oh my God, I'm I'm blanking out with her name. Uh, the bluesy singer. She's a girl, really, really rough, kind of husky voice. I am. I have no idea. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to put pause on this to go look up her name because I know who she is. I just can't remember her name right now. What song does she sing? Uh, like Little Girl Blue and. Uh, let me look it up. I gotta look it up. Hold no on. Idea. Okay, so I just had to look it up because it was gonna drive me nuts. And I do know who she is. It just I cannot remember her name right now. But Janice Joplin. Um, and when she told me, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> like yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, now. I know who you're talking. About. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what we were talking <laughs> about. <laughs> 
<laughs> but what we're actually talking about is the festivals. So the Monterey Pop, Pop Festival. And actually, while I was looking up, so I could remember the name Janice Joplin, I was looking up, um, you know, who was actually at the festival. And yeah, it was like Jefferson Airplane, The Who, oh, like the, yeah, Grateful the Dead, uh, the Jimi Hendrix Experience, the Big Brother and Holding Company. So that's where oh. Janice Joplin sang for. Um, Otis Redding. Oh, okay. So the Mamas and the Papas. Oh, that's so awesome. yeah. That so it was. Like a good line, it right? does, right? Well, it was because it was like the same as uh, would Woodstock, Woodstock be, yeah. would be, you know. So it was just like the West Coast and the East Coast. Mm. But um, yeah, I was I was excited to see that they were yeah they were part of that. And actually, um, they were saying that at that festival, I think it was the same kind of deal too with the Woodstock festival. They didn't charge anyone. Well, yeah, it was free at Woodstock. And right. so they didn't charge anyone there. So when they wanted to make money, you know, to pay, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, for, and to pay also, I guess the, the bands that did show up and stuff, they recorded the whole, the whole festival. So you can actually still see you know everyone that played there because they, they recorded oh. all three days that they were oh. playing yeah and then I they sold I've the video about this festival i always hear just about like about woodstock, woodstock. yeah woodstock. yeah well it was going on at the same time so there so this is the lesser known one <laughs> i know the lesser known the more you know fun fact <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, <laughs> Monterey Pop Festival is the lesser known festival, exactly like Woodstock Festival. Yeah, but it was uh, June, eight, uh, June 16th through the 18th in 1967. I think that was the beginning of Summer of Love. No. Wasn't it Isn't 67? Summer of Love like 68 or 69? No, that's when it was ending. The, oh. what the whole deal with the the uh charlie manson murders and all that that happened oh. in you know in august of 69 1969 and that was already like kind of the like end. the end oh. i think that was what, that's what <laughs> but the, yeah that's what killed it everyone's like, like, like oh, oh. scared of hippies after that they're like love summer of love <laughs> what uh, where? i love to open you up yes <laughs> i love to stab you to death it's like uh yeah so i think you know, Charlie Manson and the family messed it up for all the hippies <laughs> because they gave them a bad rep after that. Nobody they gave them a shower. <laughs> yeah, they, gave, they did. And then after that, everyone's like, we're not picking up hitchhikers. You know, that's probably the end of hitchhiking oh, yeah. too. Yeah, because in the 70s, weren't there yeah. a lot of movies about like hitchhiking? Yeah, because and... a lot of serial killers too were killing yep. people that they would pick up as hitchhikers too so ted it was bundy, like one of them right i think so uh yes ted bundy would pick up uh would pick okay, up getting, uh, i know now we're getting into serial killers but yeah it was ted bundy that would pick up uh hitchhikers and then ed kemper they called him the co-ed killer because he would pick up like co-eds yeah. um that were hitchhiking so yeah. it was like double but anyway uh, we'll have to do another podcast for serial killers because, oh yeah, we have a lot of inf I have a lot of information on that too. But okay, so I guess we're done with the mamas and the papas, right? You have any questions or anything? Any concerns? Any questions or concerns? Speak now or forever hold your peace. 
Okay, so let's talk about Fleetwood Mac now. Do you know anything about I Fleetwood Mac? Before I start discussing anything, that, so that what? one record is like really popular and people like that. Rumor oh, rumors. Song and I mean, I'm like whatever about it. I'm like, eh, do you like, like Fleetwood Mac? Or I don't. Eh, like whatever. Well, and I know I have a friend that was like, like he's like, what? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, like I just, eh, like, eh. I'm obsessed with Stevie Nicks. She's like my all-time favorite uh, female singer. I so, forgot about that band and her until uh, American Horror Story. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that's, like, oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, and that, that is my favorite. Um, like, yeah, and that's my favorite uh, season <laughs> because of that. Because Stevie oh, Nicks is in it. Yes. Are you serious? Yes, I'm not kidding. Okay, so Fleetwood Mac. It's this, I think also what, like I was telling you, what makes it special is that it was, it's like two bands in one, like I told you. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about how, yeah. So Fleetwood Mac started back in 1967 in London by Mick. I didn't even know that. I thought they were American. (laughs) No, 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 no. They're they're called a British American band because they're half and half. Like. Because when Stevie Nicks... Well, let's get into... Okay, so they started in 1967 in London by Mick Fleetwood and Peter Green. And it was a blues rock band. Um, and so they had success as as a band back, you know, when they were still yeah, blues. And, uh, in England, they liked that stuff yeah, a lot more. Yeah, so they were really big out there, but... I really don't know. I couldn't find too much information on that, on why they broke up or how that kind of ended, Mm -hmm. but they did. But the only one that still was kind of in the band holding it all together was um, Mick Fleetwood. Yeah. So then he kind of got... um, Okay, so at first, like I said, it was Mick Fleetwood. Jeremy Spencer as the guitarist, John McVie as the bassist, and Peter Green as the guitarist. The, I think he was like lead guitar. I'm not sure. I don't know too much about them before. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's two different bands. Like it's it's okay. weird. You know, it's it's you'll see why. It's two. It was like two different bands. So from the first kind of band, Mick Fleetwood, the drummer. And John McVie, the bassist, stayed. Okay, so okay. they were still in the band. Then John McVie, the lead singer, right? No, he's the bassist. Oh, oh okay. Uh, he married Christine McVie, which is the keyboardist as a Fleetwood Mac now. You get oh, what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Y- yes. That's why it, it feels like it's two different. Bands because the only from the only, from the first band the only two people that came over is oh, like I okay. said I see yeah oh, okay. it was John oh, McVie okay. and then Mick, yeah. Mick Fleetwood okay so then like John McVie when he got married to Christine now Christine McVie she became the keyboardist of what is now Fleetwood Mac today you know and then they were actually recording or looking to record so they were at the recording uh studio in i believe it's in like century city or something like that 
I might be wrong, it's, or in the valley or something. But they were at the recording studio, and they met um, Stevie Nicks and Lizzie, Lindsay Buckingham there. So they were doing their own thing. And uh, they had just done an album called um, Buckingham Nicks. You know, and it was just them two and their little band. They were trying to make it. There were nothing. And they're American. Mm. So they heard him play, and they're like, you're really good. You want to join our band, you know? Um, you're really good at guitar. You have a good voice. Come join our band. And he said, I'll join your band, but you have to take my girlfriend too. So he's the one that kind of said, well, you want me? Then you got to get Stevie also. And that's how she joined. So at this point, right now, it's Mick Fleetwood, uh, John McVie, and Christine McVie. And then they met, you know, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, and him and Stevie Nicks joined at that time. So then when they joined... uh, because of Stevie Nicks' voice and her style already of the band yeah, that they had. The other girl? No, she's still in it, too. She's the keyboardist. Oh. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Oh, they're like tangled. Exactly. That's oh. what I'm saying. It's really interesting. It's like oh, two Jesus, different... It's like... It yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so when they joined, that's when it kind of changed their sound. You know, then they kind of... Uh, they changed their sound and their style, and it made them even more popular than what they had been in the past. Now, uh, they were, they got their uh, a Hollywood Walk of, a star at the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1979. And then they were also inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998. And actually, just last year, Stevie Nicks got the, she got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as just her, as like a solo artist. So she's now the only woman to have gotten in twice, like to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, nobody else has been inducted twice. And that's as as of last year only. And there's only been one woman that has made it twice. Yes. Um, okay, so let's talk about the big thing that, uh, that everybody loves, the Rumors album. Everybody loves that album, and I think it's because at that point, there was a lot. Because I don't like it. <laughs> I'm like, whatever I mean, about it. okay, I should say the Fleetwood Mac uh, fans, yeah love that album it's like everybody's favorite from you know from the fans and i think it's because at that point in their life um they were all kind of done with touring and bored of touring and, oh, this and was like yeah kind of, of at the end well oh. they're still together to yeah. this day no, yeah, but, but okay, they like, hit a rough patch that they were kind of calling about to call it quits at that came, time oh so it's like their right. comeback album well, not their comeback album. It was going to be their ended album because they were kind of done with all the touring. They were, everyone was fighting, blah, blah, blah. So John McVie and Christine McVie were getting a divorce, okay? So 
the bassist and the keyboardist were getting a divorce. And then uh, Stevie Nicks, which was one uh, a lot of, of the time she was the main singer. And um, Stevie Nicks and... Um, Oh my God. And Lindsay Buckingham. Sorry, I spaced out for a second. And Lindsay Buckingham had broken up, you know, uh, and Stevie Nicks was having an affair with Mick Fleetwood. Yeah. So everybody was like cheating on everybody or breaking up or this and that. Yeah. So it was crazy town. Wait, is so, this why you chose those two bands? Why? Oh, because of the cheating all, thing and yeah, stuff? Yeah, we got to do... Well, that's the whole point of our oh, show. We're doing no, no, I know, similarities but I like, and... I care. Oh, wait, like, wait, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I it's like, this, I'm like, is this why you chose these two bands? Yes, because they have... That's the whole point oh of our God. podcast, Vince. <laughs> I thought oh, it was... I, I and so now, we finally... <laughs> my own co-host finally no. finds out why we're doing oh my God. <laughs> these bands no, I'm to, for this podcast. I was trying podcast. to remember from the last time we hung out and did it. You uh, okay. were talking about it, but I forgot that that's why. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so a lot of crazy stuff was going on at this time. And the funny thing about it is that when they did this rumor al- Rumors album, uh, it was in the spring of 1977, None of them were really talking to each other. Everyone was kind of mad at each other. So everybody wrote their own song on their own. Oh, really? Yeah. In that album? Yeah. So, oh. like, Christine did a song by herself. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, you know, Lindsay did a song by oh. himself. Stevie did a oh, song by themselves. But the funny part about it is that every song was from the pain and point of view of whoever wrote and sang that song, right? They were doing it all on their own, and then they would come together as a band, and they both they all had to practice to come, you know, to put it on the album and everything, and that's the only time they would be around each other when they were actually recording um, or practicing or whatever. Yes. But it was funny because it was like, I have all this pain from you pretty much, and so you're a jerk, but you have to sing about it on that song, so <laughs> your own song that's talking crap about you pretty much. You're going to sing it. Yeah, that's, that's so, awkward. yeah, it is. So it was <laughs> so awkward. I mean, I guess I wouldn't care. I would be like, whatever. I'll but you know it. what? It, like, it's the best album. It was their best-selling album. The songs, seriously, that is probably one of the only albums that I own that I think every single song is a hit or something. Like, to me, at least. You know, when you buy some albums and you're like, all right, I like two, three songs out of it. The other two songs are like, eh. That album is the only album that I'm like, every single song, I love it. I love it. I love it, you know, because it feels like it's from a different singer, a different band or something, because it's totally different kind of tunes to that person's own perspective about their pain, about their tragedy, about what they're feeling and going through. Yeah, I think that, and it's, it's like art. It's like crazy and weird and heartbreaking and beautiful and everything all thrown together into this album, you know, and it's beautiful, but you know, they're still together technically to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh. mean, everyone has done, you know, yeah. their own thing on their own yeah. way and stuff. They've been on hiatus. Right, on hiatus. But uh, 
yeah, I was watching the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction of Stevie Nicks on Amazon Prime two days ago or something like that. Sponsor and it was <laughs> I know, right? Sponsor. But it was from last year from twenty nineteen, so it was weird to not see people wearing masks all over the place and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um but yeah, um I was watching that and, and she even said, uh, Stevie Nicks even said, my band is still together and we're still strong. And they were there to like support her, all of them. Like, are they all brave by now? Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. You know, they, they're married with kids, have their own thing, they you know, moved on. everyone's doing Some their own thing. People should learn <laughs> See, Jeez. it fits perfectly today to a T, these two bands that we chose. Um, but yeah, uh, did we go over everything already? I felt like we're just kind of stuck on there, but we're just ranting on and it's getting super long over here. So yeah, pretty much that's that's uh, the things that I oh, think have a I, lot of similarities. Like yeah, they do. You know, it's like a like yeah, a drama miniseries like, and music. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really like... No, like I'm, uh, to me, I'm just like, it's not like, oh my god, it's bad, but I was just like, eh, like, it's I don't It's not pay really your preference. Like, yeah, no, I like, mean, I everyone my has ear preferences. Like, they're, you know, out. their own it's thing. Like, eh, whatever. Like, no, yeah, it's... Because there's bands that, like, a lot of people assume that I would like, and I'm like, no, it's just like, eh, eh, like, I'm like, I don't care about like, it. Like, you don't know me. <laughs> no, and they're like, what? Like, I thought you would like that band, this and that, I'm like, yeah, like, you're not the... Like what, like punk bands or no, something? No, like, I get, no, yeah, some of them. And then, some of them are like, like Queen and shit. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, so, so like, I don't know, like Queen, like the recent one. That people are like, oh, what, like I thought you would like that band. I'm like, eh, like oh, I never Queen with, uh, Is it, who is it, Adam? No, is it, what's his name? The Adam Lambert? No, but I'm just saying in general, oh. like from before. Like, oh, okay. I like, thought they meant like, oh, do you like when, the new queen with no, Adam Lambert? Like they, it's the old one. I'm just like, oh. I never cared for it either. Like really? it's like, eh, like what? To me, it's like, eh, whatever. Like I don't. I get like it. Queen. Yeah, no. I, I when that movie came out, that's when I was like, oh wow. Did you watch people. the movie? Yeah, but I was like, eh, like. Well, that's like anything. Remember back in like 2004, I think it was when Walk the Line came out. Oh yeah, and, and nobody Johnny knew Cash. who Johnny Cash was, and then they watched the movie and never went, oh Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash. I mean, he was a great. Yeah. I mean, his voice. That's so funny because I was listening to him really? on my way over here. Yeah, I like Johnny Cash. Like his it. voice is just so deep and like. Sad. Yes, that it is, and then he has like that ability to. He's kind of like Dolly Parton, you know, that they could tell. No, in the uh, sense that they could I'm giving tell. Her a weird look. They tell, like, something that's going on in their life and everything with, uh, you know, like a music and rhyme to it and everything. And then it's, like, amazing. And it kind of feels like it's, oh, yeah, yeah. We all feel that and everything, you know. Things that could happen to just regular people, not movie stars or something like that. Like, they seem very down to earth kind of people that just. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and describe, and it transfers that in their songs, like, very down-to-earth kind of stuff. Like, so, yeah, Johnny Cash was kind of, like, for the prison people, and they're yeah. like, he's one of us, and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you feel like that, and you don't think they're hoity-toity, and think that... Down-to-earth. Yeah, very down-to-earth. So, yeah, maybe, I think that's why Fleetwood Mac and the Mamas and the Papas, too, did have that also that down to earth kind of feel that they were other people and stuff and 
and um, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like, hippies are one of us, and you know. Okay, but I think that is oh, it yeah. for today for our second for episode. Yes, useless information. No, it's just us hanging out and uh, doing something while we're in quarantine because we are all bored and you know something for you guys to listen to instead of just watching movies streaming them non-stop you know and uh, i mean i have run out of things to watch and <laughs> I, seriously i have run out of things to watch by now we've been in quarantine since march and i'm going nuts i don't know about all of you guys but okay so let's see um so our next episode we are going to do it this is what we're doing we have put oh, yeah we have put uh little pieces of paper in my daughter's hat that say from the 60s to the from the 60s to the 2000s and we're gonna shake it up Vince is gonna. Oh, I get to pick. Yeah, you could pick. So that we could pick what uh, year we want to. Seventies. Okay, seventies. <laughs> no way. All right. That's so funny. So for the seventies, who do you think you wanna do? So. I don't know. What do you want? What do you know about? <laughs> do you wanna do disco? Oh no. no. Okay. Uh, really do you like want to do song. 70s rock, like classic rock, then? Or do you want to... I mean, what else was out in the 70s? The 70s, wasn't it the mm -hmm. end of the 70s punk, punk too? Yeah, yeah we could do punk if you want. Well, either way, let's not uh, make this super long. So we'll think about it. And yeah. I'll be posting, you know, soon what, what other two what bands two we're going to discuss for our third episode. I feel like I should learn um, something because I need you to look something <laughs> yes, up. I think, uh, yes, I think now it's going to be Vince's turn next time to discuss most of the bands. And I'll make the funny commentary, uh, little remarks and, and stuff and make fun of him. But... <laughs> Uh, it's going to be something from the 70s, okay? So I, we don't know what genre yet, and we don't know what bands, but I'll we'll keep you guys out. posted. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We're the Tone Deaf Hippies. I'm Salama Wagner. And Vince Montenegro. Thank you, and tune in next time um, on something <laughs> about the 70s. <laughs> Bye.